0: What's up, guys? It's your boy, Fisher Rico. Welcome to another episode of the Self-Proved Podcast. This episode is about saying what you mean without adding a whole bunch of fluff to it. Let's get right into it. It's your boy, Official Rico and J.O. Stax. We are joined here today with the kickoff of Special Guest Podcast with none other than one of my favorite guys. When I met him, he was like really, really cool and he became like one of the people on my favorite list. This guy is Mr. Jack McFly. What's
1: up, man? How you doing, man? How you doing? I really wish this was my first podcast, but it's not. Um, I actually started one last Ooh, week. Nice, and <clears throat> I'm just seeing how difficult it is, um, especially, you know, being someone that has to balance it with music, and because we don't have like you know another person to just handle all the engineering stuff, I have to you know try and figure out how to you know, balance mixing my music and mixing the podcast. And there's two different ways to, like, mix it. Yeah, and there's two completely different ways. So it's kind of just like learning something completely new. But I'm definitely very happy to be here and uh, happy that, uh, you know, I get this opportunity. Yes, sir. Just to give me a little more experience. And, uh, you know, I'm just happy to be with you guys. Thanks for having me. And uh, I just hope that we have a productive little talk
0: let's do it well this episode is all about saying what you mean and in this day and age a lot of people don't say what they mean they either sugarcoat it they subtweet it they post it thinking that somebody's gonna really understand but they just don't Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so there's we normally we normally attack our episodes at so many different angles But to start it off first, kind of give us a little rundown about you. Who are you?
1: Uh, Well, my name is Jetty McFly, and um, I'm here in Los Angeles. I've been here for about six months now. I got here in January, and um, I'm from D.C., born and raised, uh, D.C., Maryland area. Uh, Shout out to everyone out there. And um, I've been making music for about six years or so, and, um, you know, I've definitely gone through phases where I've put it down just out of, you know, sheer just disappointment and, you know, uh, what's happening. Um, But, you know, I'm glad that I stuck with it. And uh, here I am in Los Angeles, this was always my final destination. Um, I've traveled many places, you know, growing up. Uh, I used to live in Spain, and I I also lived in uh, Costa Rica and uh, Panama and Jamaica, and nice. uh yeah so you know I've really been around you know around the time I was born my mother wanted to uh, learn Spanish she wanted to pick that up and uh she just wanted me and my sister to pick it up with her as well so she her first stop was Spain and she had took us with her there and uh you know she was staying at a school learning Spanish and that's kind of how it all started uh you know and from there you know we just migrated from country to country each spot about one to two years And, um, you know, it was an excellent experience, Uh, could not have asked for a better childhood. And now here I am, you know, Um, it's funny, like I look at a lot of other like rappers stories and I feel like more often than not, these people are, you know, they have stories where it's like, oh, yeah, you know, I've been rapping since I was 12, like I've been freestyling, blah, blah, blah. And, um, you know, me, I wasn't even listening to music until maybe sophomore year of Mm. high school, period. Let alone making music. Because even though it was a great childhood, I was also extremely sheltered. I come from a very conservative Christian family. I grew up Seventh-day Adventist, if anybody on the podcast knows uh, about the denomination. But it is a branch of Christianity. And come around maybe, I want to say senior year, I got asked to... Make a rap for <clears throat> like a math project or something like that, and at the time, like my favorite rapper was Eminem. So me and this girl, like we kind of took the Lose Yourself instrumental, and uh, we just kind of rapped over that, you know. And um, I was just like, you know, I just started listening to music, so like I was like, holy shit! Like we just made a song like that, like you know, it seems so simple, but. For me, it was like, yo, like, this is crazy. Let me let me try doing some shit that, like, has nothing to do with math. You know what I'm saying? And it was really bad. My my very, very Always first is. song is, yeah. was over Tigers, Rack City.
2: Mm.
1: And it was, co- yeah. it was called Track City. And it was just like, Track City, bitch. Track, Track City, bitch. And it was just, it wasn't great. It wasn't great. <laughs> and I remember the next day, like, you know, people. I was at a boarding school. And, uh, you know, so everyone kind of knew that I'd made the song. And, like, yeah, a couple of people were like, yeah, it was all right. You know, I'm sounding too bad. I keep it going, you know? And then, you know, it was a couple of them was like, yo, this shit was trash. <laughs> and looking back, it was trash. Yeah, <laughs> it was trash. But I was really attached to it just because it was like, yo, first I one. just made something. Yeah. Like, I can listen to this in my headphones, which is obviously not a huge deal, as anyone can do that. But... Um, I was younger, (laughs) chalk it up to that. I continued um, into college. This was like sort of the end of my senior year, going into my college year. And um, got to college, got kicked out in my first semester, in my freshman year. What did you do? It's a crazy story. <laughs> I'm gonna try and sum it up real short. Basically, my friend, I had just started smoking weed also, like, like just fresh, you know? I was such a good boy. I was a good kid, man. And, you know, my friend had came to my dorm room and, like, we were about to roll, like, a J, and there was maybe a gram of weed on the table. Just a gram, you know? You know, I took a picture of it, like, which doesn't seem like a huge deal, like kind of innocent. We had to request if we ever wanted to, like, leave campus. And so one day, you know, we we were trying to go out for the weekend. So I go to the dean's office of the dorm and I'm like, hey, like, you know, can I I'm just literally in the dean's office just thinking he's about to just sign me off. So I'm good. And that's not what happened. He's just like, "Can you shut the door?" Which was weird because like he never reached out to me. He kind of like waited till I got to him, and um, just like literally turns his monitor, and he's like, "Is this your picture?" Um, you know what I'm saying? And it was literally a screenshot off my Instagram. Oh, so I'm I'm like, I'm like. You know, I'm in there for something else. So this caught me so off guard that I'm like, I cannot even come up with anything like, like that just to just like, you know, sneak my way out of that situation. So I just straight up said, yeah, like it is. And he was like, he was like, okay, well, if you test positive for weed, then you gotta go. And I was like, what? Long story short, I tested positive. Um, it was ridiculous this would not happen at any other college this was, was sub- it a, like a boring school this was Southern or? Adventist University oh <laughs> that's the why spot. I was that's like exactly, what college that's this? the college right there if y'all wanna know so basically um, I tested positive and you know in my mind I'm like this is still very ridiculous so I would love to you know challenge it or you know I'm trying to like get suspended you know and they're like, you need to withdraw or else 99% chance you're going to get expelled. Mm. So I got, I just asked to withdraw. I left. They said, yo, all right, well, if you go to a rehab, then you can come back second semester. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a, little, a photo. Of, of a gram. gram of
1: weed. Damn. Yeah. So <laughs> at this point, my boarding school that I'd prior, me- prior mentioned, um, it was really expensive, and my mom hadn't finished, you know, paying off my, my stuff yet, so I didn't have my transcripts. So I had no choice, and I went to this rehab, and I still didn't get back into school. That's Long story crazy. short, so after that, I, I literally just gave up on school. At that point, I'm like, yo, this has gotta be a reason, like, that, you know, this is, shit is just all happening to me. I just put school to the side. Never even finished a semester of college. Um, I was probably there for, like, two and a half months. To to be perfectly honest with you. That's
0: literally the beginning.
1: And this was 2012, and I just want to say that my life has been so fucking interesting. I wouldn't trade it for anything. I wouldn't trade it for anything. Sometimes I wonder, like, damn, like, I feel like I'm really intelligent. Like, I'd do just fine if I was still in college, but I just don't really care that much. Because I just feel like I've lived several lives since that incident. The very next year. My mother took me to Jamaica, and I don't want to say took me. She actually exiled me from the country without my knowledge. That's crazy. I got to Jamaica with my mother and my sister. We were there for a whole week, and on the last day is when I found out I was the only one with a one-way ticket. Wow. And I was stuck in Jamaica for half a year.
0: Wait, so she took you there and left you there? Yep. So you were there by yourself. I was there with my grandmother, her mother. Okay, so So, I was about to say, wait a minute.
1: It was crazy, but what was even crazier was it ended up being such a beautiful experience because this was my first time really being in Jamaica because I'd gone several times, but I was always with my family, and like I said, super conservative. I was teaching Spanish at a high school, which was pretty crazy you were teaching yeah like, like straight up like my mother my gr- my mother's mother had like donated to the school and like they just hooked it up for me you know what I'm saying so that was pretty cool it was a cool experience I'd never taught before I feel like I have stage fright not at this point but like up to recently I've definitely had stage fright and so that does not only apply to stages but you know the front of a classroom and um, it was also weird because I was only 19 and, you know, my students were, like, 17. So, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> y'all were, like, two, three years apart, and you were teaching them and Spanish. And I was teaching them Spanish. It was crazy. That's, but, that's crazy. You know, I ended up being real close with the students, and they started taking me out to parties and, like, showing me shit in Jamaica that, like, I'd never seen before. <laughs> I remember strictly, there was, this was crazy, but, like, one of my students, this girl, uh, my, my man's like, he took me to... um like, you know, somewhere in Spanish Town. And we went into this barbershop. You walk through the barbershop, and you get, like, to the back, and there's, like, another room back there. And the room <laughs> was filled with guys just, just standing there. Just standing there. <laughs> just standing there. <laughs> just standing there. You know, they're just standing there. And, um yeah then the girl walks in oh my god this is the girl that I'm teaching bro <laughs> this the girl I'm teaching bro at my Christian high school bro <laughs> and she about to get on her knees and suck everyone off in the back of the barber shop bro Whoa, shit. you know like this is shit like, it's like you know Jamaica's just like you know kind right. of reckless sometimes I feel like it's reckless everywhere but that was, like, pretty, like, alarming. You
0: talking about some greasy shit. There nah, yeah, you yeah, go. Right out my alley. Yeah, yeah. Right out <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. Right laughs> your
1: alley. Shout <laughs> out Canada. Shout out Canada. Yeah. So, um, anyways, fast forward, left Jamaica. Um, I came to L.A. I think, I think it was a few months after I came back from Jamaica, I went to L.A. Um, with this company. And this was my first time in L.A. I was 19 at the time. So and, you came here when you was 19? Yeah. Okay. The first time. And I was making music, and I came here with full intentions that I was going to stay here. And it just didn't work out. After like two and a half months, I just ran out of money, and I just had to go home. The job that I initially came out here with was was um, just not what it was all promised to be. I promised myself, I had so much fun in those two months. I promised myself, I said, I'm not not coming back to LA until I can stay. Which is really funny because I got to LA and shit went bad. Since I've been here in January, shit got bad, you know, like more than once financially. I lost my job. I was without a job for like two months. I just started five days ago, you know? So that's where we at. But it's been a beautiful, lovely experience. This place that I live in, I feel like I couldn't have really, like, figured this out anywhere else. Like, I've, right. never, I've never heard of anything like this. Yeah. And, you know, despite the different cons that this place has, I think the pros still outweigh the cons. Oh, for sure. Yeah, um, that's For a fact, you know, we have our own studio. We have a home theater. You know, I was able to just get off the airplane at LAX and come straight here. Which is just lovely because I don't gotta go searching for my friends. I don't gotta wait till I get a job to meet friends. Like, that's I true. literally just moved in and boom, 200 friends. Yep. Like, you know, Instant. network, no, that's, that's networking, true. like, just like that. So, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be here. Um, I'm figuring it out. And, uh, you know, I feel like I probably could have figured it out the first time, but I was just younger. And I was a little more naive. It's
2: all about timing as well. It's
1: all about timing as well, you know, because, you know, going back was probably necessary at the time and uh, being here is necessary right now.
0: I so. remember.
1: Uh,
0: and I'm I remember, so
1: sorry for that long ass. <laughs> oh, no, you're thing. fine. Because
0: one, this podcast <laughs> is called Self-Approved Podcast. For sure. Meaning going through all, everything you've been through to get to where you are now. Absolutely. And the fact that you survived it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that, is that the right word? Yes. Yeah, yes, you, you sure. survived it, and you basically kind of went through all of that and paved your own way to mm-hmm. where you are now, and it's just becoming more successful. I remember a conversation we just had this past weekend, me and J.O. and Kaden, and we were talking about how a moment in time is so perfect that you will never get that moment back again. Yeah. And <laughs> Kate is looking at me because she knows what happened with that conversation. But For sure. all of this, saying all of that, all of this happened on purpose. It was all perfect timing. All There's perfect certain timing. things you won't ever be able to do again. Whether you go back to that place, like get back in that situation. Mm-hmm. It's all literally perfect.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Say, I mean, <clears throat> the topic is say what you mean. And I mean, you've said... <laughs> Basically everything, yeah. But absolutely, also, 19 years old, teacher, your rapper now a podcaster. You learn Spanish. What other oh, languages yeah. do you know? Oh yeah, so yeah, I
1: speak fluent Spanish. Um, it was really cool. I just want to say, you know, a lot of people ask me, yo, like Jed, like, how do you know Spanish? And you know, I tell them I lived in these countries, but that's not how I learned Spanish. Like, um, I moved to Costa Rica when I was nine, I was already fluent in Spanish at the time. Mm. And that was, if you can believe it, the public school system. Like, I was in an immersion program that was just, you know, immersion, you know, strictly Spanish, and um, I learned a lot. This is at a regular public school English, you know, and um, it's a special program, and I was in it from kindergarten to third grade, and that was pretty much it. You know, I had a nanny that was Colombian, and she was forced to talk to us in Spanish only as well. Um, I don't speak any of the languages. I did try to pick up French in eighth grade because I'm like, oh shit, well I already know English and Spanish. Like French is kind of similar, but I feel like when it just wasn't coming like as quickly as I wanted it to, I just dropped it and that was it. I could say hello, beautiful. And I'm hard, just Ethiopian. Okay, so, so you're like
2: in. the perfect person to be on this episode for say what you mean.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> literally, literally. You know, you know. Um, that's pretty much it. I to understand a little French, understand a little Portuguese, I guess, but you know, Spanish is the uh, end of the end of the road. That's where it ends.
0: Well, do me a favor right now. <laughs>
1: say, welcome to the self-approved podcast in Spanish. Okay, bienvenido al podcast eh, self-approved. Um. Un placer estar aquí. Wow. <laughs> Wait. So <laughs> I know what I asked you to
0: say,
1: but what did you add? <laughs> well, yeah, because like when I said it, when I finished saying what you said, I was like, damn, that was really short. <laughs> I was like, let me say a little more. Uh, shit. I don't know what I said. I just said like. <laughs> I just said like I hope you know we have many more. Bless- I'm I'm happy to be here with my friends, and uh, I hope we have many more blessings for the rest of the year and for the okay. rest of our lives. I got
0: the having many more blessings oh, and happy Jonas. with friends. Yeah, mean. But I was like
1: <laughs> a little, a little bit in between there. I was a yeah, little yeah, confused. yeah, yeah, ooh, 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 yeah. Yeah,
0: it's yeah, yeah. Yeah, man.
1: Shout out to you, man.
0: I mean, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you, you,
1: thanks. you're holding it down right now,
0: man. Thanks, man. Yeah, it, that means a lot. Let them know. But I mean, so with the given basically the given story that you just gave us. One,
1: wow. (laughs) Wow. She was like, yo, like, I'm always make sure like you're good, blah, blah, blah. Like I would never do anything to like hurt you or anything like that. And the words that she was saying, it was just so, I mean, it was so, I, I can't even stress how eloquently written what she was saying. Like, it was like, I was almost gonna cry. Like I was like, like this is so intense, like but she's being so like friendly about the situation and just real as fuck. I then got a car, bought a BMW, and then I crashed it a month before <laughs> I came. <laughs> but I got a car which was like not a good idea because I'm like damn like here's what happened. I told her I couldn't do it right but i just like remained friends with her because i just like liked the personality i never ended up seeing her again because i knew i mean yo her instagram is just like all traps you uh, know all yeah. there's traps i mean some some you know decent joints that are you know more clothed but like a lot of traps a lot of ass and um i knew if i linked up with her i i, I was just going to fuck her You know what I'm saying? At least you knew. Yeah, (laughs) I knew. So basically, I was just like... We can be Instagram friends, and like to this day, we are still pretty good friends. So shout out to her. I like how you said how eloquent she
2: said that because she, she was just saying what she meant. Yeah, she's being upfront about it. Yeah, straightforward with you, and you kind of were more open and receptive. Obviously, you didn't follow through with it for sure. But how
1: she approached it is actually it was, yeah, basically it was the topic. So of So genuine because she she could have kissed me at the mall. Mm-hmm. She could have me then told me there's there's a lot of shit that could happen so, right you know what i'm saying Yeah. The last thing you think about that's, that's really the last thing you even that's want to think thing. about exactly. yeah. Yeah. No, that's exactly. what i was about to say yeah. yeah you know what i'm saying so i mean joe you just
0: pointed out that i mean it's just perfect for, <laughs> for this episode about saying what you mean and what i was about to say literally was You learn that that's one of the most important lessons that you can ever learn in your life. Yeah. is saying what you mean because then it can't be edited. Mm -hmm. Then it can't be taken any other way. Mm -hmm. Your feelings and everything is authentic Mm -hmm. and there needs to be no revision to it. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And the fact that, you know, you said that y'all started, it was like through text, right? Yeah. That can always be taken totally differently than
1: you know face, face, face or even, to face or even a phone call, a phone call. Yeah.
0: i can say that i really like something or i mean you can text something basically and it's totally changed the meaning has totally changed by yeah. putting an emoji by it or by putting a period or exclamation point true period. but the fact that the fact that you said <clears throat> that it was so eloquently written yeah. it kind of makes you see that the genuineness to it or you, you can feel the genuinality from it absolutely I don't even know if that's a word but I just made it so yeah, damn new there you new word go. Yeah. <laughs> new word the SAP dictionary <laughs> um, but soon as possible self-proof pocket okay never mind I, <laughs> sidebar but yeah it's about saying what you mean and you felt exactly what she was saying because of the way that she put it absolutely and she basically said what she meant so yeah,
1: she did she did. And, and, and let this be a lesson to, you know, anyone uh, listening, you know, female or male. You know what I'm saying? Like, just keep it real. Just keep it real. Like, it's, it's you know, in, in all situations, but, you know, especially, like, if you have something that's, you know, incure, un- incurable, you know what I'm saying? Just be straight up because the one person that you find that's going to be cool with it, that's how you know. Like, that's For your sure. wife. That's your husband. Right. Facts. One of the best tips... Be safe about what you do, people.
0: Be safe about what you do and be upfront about what you do. But you know what? Communication should be relatively easy for all of us. Mm -hmm. But we often make things super complicated by not saying what we mean. We convince ourselves that we need to sugarcoat things to such a degree that our actual message ends up buried under a bunch of sprinkles or the the phony stuff or like a facade people don't realize that yeah say what you mean not say it mean you know what I mean which is exactly you know what she was doing for sure so (laughs) definitely didn't mean to make that rhyme but when you are real friend Mm -hmm. you say what you mean and say what they don't need to hear say what is actually happening or maybe you shouldn't wear this or that don't make you look good or you doing this makes you look really stupid right now Mm-hmm. I'm the type of person that'll say that, Yeah. but I mean it in such a nice way, way. that it still can come off like really
1: mean. Yeah, I yeah. mean, and, and I'll say the same thing applies to me because <clears throat> I do, like I said earlier, I engineer my own music, but I will sometimes engineer other people's music, and I don't know, like I've I've really never been to like a studio to be honest. Like from the get go, I've been doing it all myself. So, I don't quite know how engineers act in studios, but I feel like more often than not, a lot of engineers are just there to record the artist. That is not me. I'm an executive producer. If I'm, you know, mixing a song for you or mixing an album for you, I'm gonna let you know what's good. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not gonna say no names, but sometimes I'll, I'll be in a studio, you know, with my friends, and, you know, they might. Start like a verse or something, and like it might not have started well, but I can hear them continuing to go. I'll straight up cut that shit off, and they will let you know. I will literally yep right there, run it back. You know, just be real with them. You know, I'm not gonna like. What's the point of letting you finish the whole take and then you know let's just do it again? Because I make music too, and I listen to a fucking metric shit ton of music. And I just know what sounds good, for the right, most part. You right, You know, I'm not perfect. You know, so I'll just let them know. And, you know, anything that I say is always obvious. And I'm like, dog, like, goddamn, like, why'd you stop me there? Like, that shit was going good. Like, anytime I stop someone, they know they fucked up, too. You know? And, but, you know, they know that, like, I'm their friend, you know? And like you said, you're telling them this out of love. Right. Or just you know looking out for them right you're not me. just being like deceiving or like just being no, rude no,
0: just no, to be rude no, absolutely not you're you're looking out for them right why so you right. gotta
2: pull the band-aid off real quick yeah yeah, yeah. Just stick to the facts yeah just stick to the facts. also too is when you like hold on to it for a long time yeah it boils up. like, we like have, don't we, get emotional we have a roommate where it's like no one would say anything for a while and then yeah. it got to the point where one's person was just snapped and, and it was just like you
1: know yeah. yeah oh that's happened here yeah i can imagine more than once yeah. In the past two months. It could, yeah, be yeah, upfront, yeah, again, for sure. just straightforward, be like, Okay, we need you
2: to change this. Right. The way I, my tone right there was very neutral. But when there's, you know, people are you know, subliminal, like just trying to be a dick about it. Mm-hmm. They put that little attitude into it. It just makes it that much worse. Like I don't know. Just like it's like, that sub, it. it's like that subtweeting
0: thing where you, yeah. you be talking about the person. The person know you talking about them, mm-hmm. yeah. but you're not saying their name. You're not adding them. But you're just so talking. It's mad like trash. About.
1: That's not even helping anyone. Not at all. You know, you it's know just what I'm making you, you look could worse. Just add them
0: and then hey, y'all might just fix the problem. Exactly. You or how saying? about this? Don't add them. Pull them aside yeah. and be like hey, Right, because it, do it doesn't. It doesn't
1: also have to be public, for sure.
0: Right, because that that definitely because that can definitely dirty and muddy the water when you, you know, said in public. Then they're not gonna take it as genuine. If you were to pull them aside, y'all could be the bestest friends. But the mm-hmm. moment, and I've seen it before, the moment where, I give them a suggestion in public. They think that I'm trying to comfort them and embarrass them or something like that. And I'm like, nah, (laughs) I'm not. yeah, or throw shade. And I'm like, nah, I'm not trying to throw shade. I'm just letting you know that you might want to fix this.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: But I was going to ask you, J.O., because you worked in the entertainment industry for over some amount of years. How does that come in play with saying what you mean? I know you've seen tons of headshots, tons of like... Actors and showcases and stuff like that. So, like, how does that come into play with you?
2: It's a lot tougher because artists are a lot touchier. Mm. I, know, I noticed I've worked a lot with graphic designers in the past. And they don't take that great of direction from, like, the, the office side of people. Yeah. Because they're like, well, I'm a graphic designer. Yeah, I know like, what's best. Yeah. But we still have a duty, say, for, like, marketing standpoint, to be Like, well, that's just not going to work. Yeah. Right. And because they're so attached. invested. In, yeah, so attached and yeah. invested in their product it's a lot hard even the smallest critique which is a very valid critique right. will throw them off and they'll get angry and then this conflict mm-hmm. even though you're being straightforward with them and that goes from all levels from musicians you know mm-hmm. graphic designers actors cuz again you are so invested mm-hmm. into it the smallest cuz you want to think that you're perfect yeah but the of people course. who do excel are those people who can take that yeah they can and take that constructive with criticism it. yeah yeah for sure. Like sometimes, yeah, like I know when someone's telling me I'm doing something wrong, you know, sure, it hurts at first, but you got to yeah. sit back and like, okay, what are the actual words they're saying to me? For sure. How can I take that to improve myself? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest advice I could give to anyone It's just listen. Yeah. So, sometimes it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. Sure. That's the reality of it. Sure. But you got to roll with it and make, use it to your advantage. Huh. Absolutely.
0: That's well, that's definitely true, but you said roll with it, and that uh, made me think of just roll with yeah, it. Yeah. comes out on Disney <laughs> Channel June 19th. <laughs> anyway. Um, that being said, I'm definitely have been played the victim and been the person given the critique. And on both sides, I know that it's not easy to give one, but also it's not easy to take mm-hmm. it and actually put it to good use. Because at the school that I'm at. We are taught by industry professionals, people that are on TV right now. They're coming, teaching us about this, about acting, about dancing, about musical theater and so forth and so on. And one of the guys, he's off of a Disney channel, actually Disney XD, off of the show Lab Rats. He played Douglas. Yeah, his name is Jeremy Kent Jackson. And when I tell you this man is one of the toughest people... You know he mean it out of love. You know he love you. But he'll be Mm -hmm. like, that's straight up trash. Yeah. What did you just do in front of me? One day... I one
1: day Huh? On
0: set? In in class. Oh, in class. He would... He will say it on set too. Yeah, right. He has said it to me on set. I came in like kind of ill prepared. I was like... I knew my lines, but I didn't put a lot of work into them. For sure. And he was like, well, what was that trash? And I was like... What was this on the set? What? Uh, It was... We we were working a scene, I think, from... Short film. No, no, no. It was a scene from uh, The Flick, a movie, The Flick. It's like okay. an old movie, but we did a scene from it. Okay, and right. I came in... Like, even my scene partners came in, and they were ill-prepared. And he just stepped in and was like, that's trash. I'm going to need y'all to do better than that. You better pull it out your ass or something, because yeah. that's not going to work. That's but horrible. You guys were friends, though all of the same po- yeah we were friends right. and you know we again he means it out of love right? but also the way that he the just way gave it t- so bluntly that. he was like that's garbage throw that in the trash bring something back to me next week mm. and the day that was our final performance and the day we were recording it he stood up and was like I don't know what you did I don't know how you did it mm. but that's been one of the best scenes I've seen all day mm-hmm. and I was like well he was like but how did that make you feel? How did that journey make you feel for me giving you the critique to, you know, That's what he's he said? taking it? That's what he said? Yeah. He was Damn. like, how did it feel me talking to you like that and then you doing something like this? Mm-hmm. I was like, well, one, because we can be very blunt. I was like, that shit hurt. I was like, I wasn't good enough. I, I wanted to quit. I wanted <laughs> to be like, well, yeah. everybody else is going to see trash. And then I actually... Thought about, like you said, J.O., about what he was saying, listening to the words, not just hearing him yell, but actually listening to them, taking them, applying them, and then came back and brought the final product. Mm. And I realized of how great that actually came out. For sure. And it was because you were harsh. You wasn't trying to sugarcoat it. You weren't like, oh, well, you can be better. And I could come in and do the same thing. And are are you going to tell me that again? Are you going to let me... Because we not only recorded these, but we showed them to everybody. Like, the whole class. Like, all of our classes together. For sure. So, I would have been super freaking embarrassed if they would have shown that. Because I'm I'm in one of the high-level classes or whatever. So, it's like, yeah, like... But it's like, if I would have presented that crap, that would have looked so
1: bad on me. And you thought it was bad as well.
0: And I thought it was horrible, like the first time we all knew it was horrible but we expect to get that's garbage right
1: you know we expect to get
0: like you might want to go rework that he was like nah
1: no question there is like i feel like there's like a weird like silver lining there for me because i feel like i think that's like i think that what he did was necessary right Um, very much in in the beginning because you guys snapped pulled your shit together but then at this, in the same breath, I kind of, like, don't love that he brought that back to, like, the front stage. On some, like, so how do you feel that, like, I trashed y'all before and, like, you Well, know, it know. wasn't, like, how you feel that you got trashed. It okay. was more of
2: how... You- With Spotify, it's easy to find the right music for every moment. On your phone, your computer, your tablet, and more. There are millions of tracks on Spotify. So whether you're working out, partying, or relaxing, the right music is always at your fingertips. Choose what you want to listen to, or let Spotify surprise you. You can also browse through the music collections of friends, artists, and celebrities, or create a radio station and just sit back. Soundtrack your life with Spotify. Subscribe or listen for free. Spotify Premium now comes with Hulu on us. Music, podcasts, TV, movies... Free for thirty days, just nine ninety nine a month. After
1: saying what you mean, right? By but not saying
0: what you mean. Right? He said what you needed to hear instead of what oh, you wanted. Oh yeah! To hear.
1: Oh yeah! He
0: and that completely changed the game for you completely completely being an artist.
1: Completely changed the game. I was going by jack Gladstone at the time, which is my actual name. Oh, Jack Gladstone. And I, I made this song called "Rim of the Dark." I, after I took a year off from music. And um, I remember I went into the city and I had like these speakers with me, and I was just stopping random people, like, yo, you got like two minutes, three minutes, just play this one song, and it's called Rainbow in the Dark. And I was like, holy shit, because the music, the song was so different from anything that I'd made before, right? And, um, I was, they are like, yo, this is fire. Like, what's your name? Like, what do you go by? How do we find you? Oh, yeah. My name is Jack Gladstone. And every single time that I said that, it just felt more and more clunky. Mm. The name itself. So I changed my name to Jetty McFly. And it's definitely got a ring to it. It's definitely got a ring to it. It's a fly name. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. And shout out Marty McFly and Back to the Future. I grew up so conservative, and the reason why my name is Jenny McFly is because one day, Incredibles came out. And <laughs> I'm, at my, I'm, at my, I'm at my friend's house, and I'm like, they're about to go to the movies to go watch it. But my parents don't go to the movies, right? Right, conservative. So Yeah, so conservative. So I call my, his, my friend's dad calls my dad yo, we're about to go see Incredibles. My dad's like, what's that? He's like, it's a superhero movie, blah, blah, blah. Nope. Can't go. Fast forward, my dad like brings home the Back to the Future trilogy. This is super shocking because I'm like, yo, I can't watch Incredibles. I can't watch Harry Potter. I can't watch nothing. And um, yeah, I just became very attached to that trilogy, and I lived with that for years.
0: Well, I mean, thanks for answering my question without being asked, but yeah, I, I think... wanted
1: to know how you came up with the name. Yeah, was... so, you know, you got Marty McFly, right. and then you take Jetty, Jet, because Jet McFly just doesn't ring quite as much. Right. Um When I was in Panama, the girls at my school, like, sometimes they couldn't pronounce my name, which is, like, Jet, which is so funny because it's so short. Yeah. But it would be, like, Jet, or Or, you know, Jeth. or, you know, like, it was like, for some reason, some people just couldn't say my name. So this one girl just started calling me Jetty. Jetty, Jetty. Hey. (laughs) And like, yeah, you know, I just put two and two together. That's how I got that. I like that. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. (laughs) 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 So that's where that came from. Literally what I'm doing now is, and I came up with this other part, like, a a few days ago, is I'm dropping a song. Every single Monday. McFly Mondays. Oh. Like Ooh, that a that's me. a nice Friday ring Mondays. You know. That's a nice ring. And it's not over yet. Every single Monday, I'm giving some shit away that has to do with the song. I just mm-hmm. saw that on your story. Right. I just saw that on your story. I was Yo, like, maybe I out. should Let's see what mm-hmm. I get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So shout out to Nick Treywick. He won the very first <laughs> I saw. Congratulations, and, um, sir. It was a hundred dollars Airbnb credit, hmm. and that was for the song "Cozy." So, get yourself a nice little cozy home.
0: I feel like y'all <laughs> Tune should in next definitely. Week. Wait, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That's smart. It's yeah. called cozy. So, like, yeah. get yourself a nice. Yeah, cozy. yeah, yeah.
1: That was exactly. Hard. So that's why I got because I could have just given you like hundred dollars on cash app you know what I'm saying but like that's not the same you know I want every everything to be special and I'm like if I don't invest in my fans how can I expect Mm -hmm. them to invest back into me for sure come on now so every single week I'm giving some shit away and I'm giving you guys new music too and that's how I'm doing it for the rest of the year I'm not dropping any project and by dropping one song a week y'all gonna hear every single song
0: Not only that, but you basically dropped maybe like four or five albums throughout the year if you had all of them. Oh yeah, my
1: Spotify is going to be full by December. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I'm trying to shoot something on Friday, so um, I don't even know what song I'm dropping yet next week. But I need to sit down and properly do this because I just got mentioned on my story by a girl here named Leah, and she saw my song on an official Spotify playlist... Which is crazy. Yeah, that's because yeah. I never even submitted that song to any playlist. So I'm like, how the fuck did that happen? And you know there's like the art artist for Spotify right? right? Yeah. and it's like, okay, like you just submit the song two, three weeks in advance, you could get on a playlist. Right. Call me that girl, man. I'm like, that's a fucking scam, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I ain't never getting on that shit. Right. But um after seeing that happen and I didn't even submit it, now I wanna figure out my schedule so I can actually start scheduling tracks two, three, four, five weeks in advance and actually get these joints on Spotify playlists because not to suck my own dick, but it's it's I feel like I got some shit, you know? Just one old town road away, brother. You know, one time for the one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, was one time.
0: But to wrap up this few key points to bring it all back together say what you mean don't lie be straight up have fun with your life but be safe let's move on yes. <laughs> all right so the next part of this podcast is welcome mm-hmm. to twitter me this if you don't know what it is twitter me this is what well. we go on twitter well not we our production manager, shout out always to Kaden G for finding our Twitter me this assist and um, they're being fire. So shout out to her. But she goes on Twitter she finds some really random <coughs> or really good or sometimes really bad. Who knows what they're going to be? But she finds some tweets and we basically pick the ones we want to talk about. JL, you go first. Okay, so this one is from Samantha
2: at so, Sammy, today I saw something that said, don't be afraid to lose people. Be afraid of losing yourself, trying to please everyone around you. And that's so important. Oof. And just bringing it that full was, circle around indeed. for this conversation <clears throat> is that if you have people around you who can just, don't have to bullshit them. You can be straightforward with them. Mm-hmm. Those are the kind of people you around, want around you. Yeah. You're not changing who you are to be, you know, have them around
1: you. So, I think that was a really good one. We don't need any yes-men. <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's- 100 percent that's
1: what it comes down to boom. you know boom go ahead jetty let's um, hear it yeah i don't know my tweet is uh quite uh the polar opposite of the last one so. <laughs> hey, it doesn't have to line up it doesn't have for sure but like i just you know thought this was like a pretty gem of a tweet um since we are still in the old town road era yes um, we are you know uh still number one crazy um but yeah, I just seen this uh, tweet from Hallboy32. Shout out to Hallboy. Uh, he got them passes. You know, if you need them, uh, the hall passes. You know, if you're in the hallways. Oh, uh, got it. Yeah, got it. it Thanks for the explanation. Yeah, yeah. Did not get was it. Was trying to not to. <laughs> <laughs> I, <have> to. <laughs> I was so lost, but I was like going with it. And you know, the, the tweet. Just the it. tweet is very simple. Attached with a literal. Horse in the backseat of a car. And <laughs> I can see it right now. The yeah, car. <laughs> yeah, literally, like literally. I I could not make this up. There is a full sized horse, or it's like um, a pony, or a large pony. Yeah, it's a yeah, large pony. It's a large pony. Shout out to the ponies, man. Shout out like... to genuine for creating that song. <laughs> Word. Shout out to him, man. Holding it down, bro. Right. Always. That's all I'm saying. Forever. Um. Yeah. So. You know the uh, tweet accumulated maybe like eighty thousand uh, retweets and um, got Lil Nas's attention. Who said, "This not what I meant." Poor horse looks so confused. SMH. <laughs> and that got about two hundred thousand retweets. So. I just thought that that was notable. It was very funny the first time I saw it. I, thought, I think it was very funny. Yeah, that's my type of humor, so <laughs> I appreciated that. So, shout out to Horses. And All right, is, shout
0: out to Horses and Ponies and Lil Nas uh, and for ponies, yeah. making that song yeah. and it still being number one. That's yeah. crazy. But Twitter me this is from a verified person. George M. Johnson at I-M-G-M Johnson and he said I was really in a bad mental state yesterday and I finally called my mother and my mother said you're not at a breaking point you're at a breakthrough point everyone ain't gonna make the journey with you and that's okay in case anyone needed to hear this and of course one of my friends Kingsley he always responds to Kingsley? Those-
1: Kingsley that's crazy, bro. Yeah, that's, a, that's the street we on right now. That's also true. That's crazy. That's also true. But
0: he was just like needed to hear that. I kind of talked about this in one of. The not too deep segments and one of the previous podcasts. If you want to know, how about go listen? Thanks. Word. But Strange. I think I didn't look at any of the Twitter medias before I got here. Mm-hmm. I didn't even. I looked at it just now. I actually read it. I saw them, but I actually read it just now. Mm-hmm. The fact that you kind of told us your story, I think that is just perfect to go with your story and about. You know, you're getting close to, or if you feel like you're failing and you feel like you're about to break down, I just think that's because you're at a point of breakthrough. And I agree with his mom. So thanks, mom. Mom knows best. Shout out to our mom episode. All right, let's get into the next segment of this, which is not too deep. She's going to put a minute on the clock and we're going to take this moment to literally talk about anything that we think is maybe really deep thoughts, or... Yeah, I mean, that sums it up. So, sure. because you are the guest of honor, yes.
1: I believe that you should go first on her cue. So, I'm going to try and sum this up super quickly, but I grew up in a very, very Christian household. And, um, you know, like I previously mentioned, just uh yesterday, I believe, I posted a picture with my eyelids kind of, like, half-closed and, you know, my eyes up. Yeah, saw that. Yeah, just white. And the caption was, hit my phone for magical, for free magical demon powers. (laughs) Right? You know, I thought it was funny. You know, like, whatever. I'm really not, like, looking too hard into something like that. And um, my sister, like, texted me. She's like, Jet, take that shit down. And I'm like why like it's not that serious you know and um she's basically in maryland and my mother my my mom just went to maryland from florida she just moved up to maryland and my sister basically calls me today on facetime at work all of a sudden it's just her in in the picture and then it's my mother in the picture and i'm just like yo why did you post that demon shit on your thing right in front of my mom, bro. And I literally hung up the phone. I know I'm extremely over time at this point. I'm gonna wrap it up. But I just feel like I'm in a space right now where I did grow up, you know, learning about God and Jesus and the whole Bible and everything. But I kind of just don't really care. It's not too deep. That's what he was doing. That makes a lot of sense. So,
0: yeah, that's where that ends. All right, Jail, your
2: minute starts soon. So right now we are in the middle of the NBA Finals. <laughs> Last game was Game Five. Yeah, and it was pretty sad to see. Very. Sad. I understand from you know a fan perspective when Kevin Durant went down. You're hyped up because like this is your chance to win. However, though it was a sad thing to see that the fans were cheering when this guy has a possible—I won't say career-ending injury, but a ruptured Achilles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. His career—that's possible. It's yeah. going to be changed for the rest. You're not going to come back 100% from that. These aren't super beings; these are just humans, and he has yeah. a family to take care of. And Absolutely. His career is going to be changed now. It's sure the finals is one thing, but he has to go on and live his life after mm-hmm. this. Yeah. So that was my not too deep.
1: Shout out KD. You know, I hope he's in good spirits right now. Yeah. I did see him post some stuff on Instagram earlier today. So he seems like he's, he's good. But, you know, he did rupture the Achilles. So, anyways.
0: That's why I don't do sports. <laughs> that sounds horrible. So, my subject is actually going to be deep. And if you haven't seen it yet, on Netflix, they've just released a four-part documentary or four-part episodic docu-series whatever you want to call it, about the Five Harlem or Harlem Five. They have so many names, but they want us to call them the exonerated five because all charges and stuff was dropped. But I'm going to make mine short and sweet, which is go check it out. You might like it. You might not. It's really rough. I think, especially men, whether you are any color, you definitely Mm -hmm. should watch it. Right place... Right time, wrong place, wrong time. All of it matters. Just be careful out there. Be careful, because you never know what you run into, especially in law enforcement and things of the government. So that's all I
1: have to say. I have a question. Would you go to jail for 10 Depends years? Depends on who it is. For $6 million. For- $6, $6 million? million? for. wait. wait, wait. Well mm-hmm. it was more like eight more mm-hmm. like eight million dollars. They got four, way more than that. Well forty one between five people oh, yeah. is about eight point one million or so. You knew you had eight million dollars, all you had to do was go to jail. Honestly. Nah nope. It's not worth it for me What was it 10 years or 15 years It was years? 10 years 10 years I don't know if a
2: decade's worth 8 million dollars yeah.
0: It's not even 10 million It depends It's who. 8 million It depends yeah. on
2: who you are If you're like One of those people Like from the hood And you go like Know a bunch of homies Yeah 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 It's all
1: cool like It might it's be, a good, cool. time. Might be right. a good time It might be a good time right? Right <clears throat> so. But like I, For no, me personally I no. wouldn't I have they ever gone on record speaking about their actual experience in jail? Because, yeah, they,
0: no, they did that. Like, they okay. Well, showed, yeah, they
1: did show the one guy getting no, us- but they
0: show like the real, like, there's some real like footage from right. when that happened. Really? Like, they were released in 2001. Have you guys seen the tapes? I have seen some of them, okay. Well. And they like, I have to say, personally, it was literally what happened in the tapes. Mm. And just my personal opinion, Linda, she should be in jail right now. Oh, absolutely. Linda, listen. And she's still yeah, she still, she's still yeah, And she's, she's still fighting. Like, she's trying to say that she didn't do this and they still were wrong. And but the thing is, the boys Trump, didn't say they Trump didn't. Trump also said that. Trump also said yeah. it. And, uh, the person that was on the case, the officer, they mm-hmm. went uh, PD officer
1: mm-hmm.
0: that was also on that case. Saying, saying. He is basically saying that none of this happened. They're all lying, blah blah blah, and they're calling Duvernay a liar, basically, and saying this whole thing is a lie. But when you have videos that matches exactly, right, exactly what happened. What happened. Alright, if you don't know what Psycho Babble is, welcome to the Babble of the Psychos. We're gonna take a minute and babble about anything right now. So, again, our guest of honor will go first on Kaden G's Q. Oh, also, once the timer goes off, you have to
1: stop. Okay. You can't explain anymore. Okay. Go. Gotcha. So, essentially, I just want to talk about fake streams, um, and I feel like um, right off the gate, the moment you hear the, the phrase fake streams, you're automatically thinking about, oh shit, yeah, J. Cole, a lot on 21's album, like, oh, he's talking about fake streams or, you know, whatever, but that's actually not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about fake streams on the level of us, us low lifers who have not really made it anywhere yet um i had a friend call me two days ago and he told me yo jet like i just don't know what to do i don't know where to go blah blah, blah. he starts talking some shit, and somewhere in there he kind of interjects and he mentions that he has a song on soundcloud with two million plays and i'm like what like two million so immediately i'm like yo like is that like real like is that real plays is it legit like Obviously, my mind I already know it's not, but I just want to see how he's going to respond. He's like, "Yeah, bro, like the real plays." Uh, really? Honestly, I forgot what I was
0: really going to psycho babble about. So I'm going to do the thing that I did the last time in psycho babble about me thinking about something to psycho babble about until I think of something to psycho babble about. So I'm going to keep saying psycho babble, and I wonder how many times I'm going to say psycho babble until my psycho babble time is up. But I'm probably going to end it because I really legit forgot how much. Or what I wanted to psychobabble about. The only thing I do know is that I really have to pee. So if that's my psychobabble, it wins. I'm done. The end.
2: That's, that's pretty psychotic.
0: Right? <laughs> Very <laughs> psychotic. I'm just saying. He has uh, uh, cookies and a piece of cake and a Coke. I want to be him. So my psychobabble, keep it consistent with my not-too-deep
2: NBA finals. <laughs> I was saying Word. that some of the courtside mm. seats were going for $120,000. Oh, my God. I was thinking about it. Even if I was a millionaire, because I'm a huge Lakers fan, I thought about it. Would I spend $120,000? I guess in L.A., it would probably be 300000 if they make it to the finals of the game. I think I'd have to be at least worth $100 million minimum to even minimum. consider that. True. Because that is,
1: that's a lot. That's all the that money just throw away for an hour or two hours. Exactly. I love like, basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Absolutely. I'm
2: not sure, $125,000 worth. No. So uh, that's one of my things, I'm going back and forth. But when I have the money
1: in a position to do that, talk to me then. Absolutely. I have nothing uh, in disagreement to say about that. <laughs> Same time again. For sure. Hey, for sure. you're getting back on it. Boom. You're getting back on it. Boom. Shoutouts? But I'm not used yeah, to it. Yeah,
0: let's do the shoutouts. <laughs> we kind of been shouting out people throughout the episode, but this is our shoutout segment where we shout out just any and everything that we feel that needs a shoutout at the moment. Guest of Honor, you
1: go first. Word. I want to shout out two people, uh, in particular uh, Sage Cybert and Dean C., sage is an actor and he was probably maybe my first friend here Aww. um you know we we've, we've been on some adventures and he you know he's he's an actor so you know i was like you know are we gonna click the same way you know because like i really need someone with music to talk about uh sage is the reason why why is even a thing right now and it's out because i had initially mentioned in r- the
0: song Lie. yes. Gotcha.
1: I had initially recorded the song last year, and it was hot garbage. I just could not get my vocals right, and I had played him like a copy while we were in the studio. He was like, "No, Jed, like, just start from scratch and do it over. You got this, bro." And I was like, "You know?" He's like, "You know, this is this is this could be it." So I went and I did that, and you know, other times when I'm in the studio with him, he'll always yo, Jet. like, you should do it in this cadence, like, he has a lot of music theory knowledge, and he's one of the only people, other than maybe Dean, that I even want in the studio with me, because he is my friend, but he is no yes-man. He is not a yes-man, and I appreciate him for that, because if something's good, I know it's great if he signs off on it, and if it's bad, he's gonna let me know. Jet, like, I made a song about Jules and had the same cadence for the whole song, and I didn't even realize it, and he was like, this is not going to work, and I love this song, but it's just not going to work, and when I listen to what he's saying, I'm like, wow, like you're making a lot of sense, so someone, you know, always good to have a really close friend that's just going to keep it a band with you, because, you know, we spoke about that earlier. A band is 100. A band is 100. So, and Dean um, is my actual rapper friend, closest rapper friend here. A uh, huge shout out to him. He's the reason why we started our podcast. Um, he's just very chill, as he'd like to say. Just is <laughs> is pretty much what he's always saying. And, and he is a very chill guy. And sometimes I'm like, damn, should I, like, snatch up some of this niggas chill and, like, (laughs) apply it to myself? But I think that who I am is is just very unique, and I think I I love who I am, so um, I'm good on the chill. But it's good to have a chill friend sometimes. And, um, yeah, he just, you know, really kept it together. And, um, you know, we do a lot of shit together as well. So he's been a great person to have in my corner since I've been here in L.A., so shout out to him, too.
0: Six, six JO Ah, uh, the only shout-out
2: I have I guess I've been working on this surprise video. So basically this time last year I did a surprise trip back to Canada and I surprised everyone mm. and no one had any clue I was there. So I my shout out the people who I never usually shout out. So shout out to my wifey for lifey, Jen Parton. Shout out to T- That's T- cute. Tata Banks, Sanye West, and my moms. So I've been working on that all week. It's been bringing smiles to my face. So shout out to them because I usually never should. Just always shout out the boys. So. Awesome. Awesome. Love y'all.
0: Sick. Sick. I guess it's my turn. You know what I'm going to shout out. On June 14th on the Disney Channel, Just Roll With It will be airing a sneak peek preview into what this show is all about. The show officially comes out on June 19th on your TV, so you should click it on, go to the Disney Channel, and watch this show. Shout out to the cast, Ramon, Susie, Kaylin, Ramon, and Toby. Shout out to all of them guys. And if you watch closely, you might see your boy's face. That's why I'm pushing this hard. No, I'm just fine. But it's a really great show. It's a show like none other that's ever been on Disney Channel. The audience basically runs the show. It's really cool. You should check it out. Shout out to Disney Channel. Shout out to the creators. Also, Trevor Moore and Adam Small. Like, you guys are amazing for thinking about this. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Disney people and all of those. Shout out to one of the greatest warm-up guys you will ever meet. His name mm-hmm. is Bill. He does The Voice and Big Brother and all of this stuff he does warm-up for. So, shout out to you. Mm-hmm. Also, shout out to Kaden G for getting us what we need and timing us and doing some of the things that we actually do, but also bossing us around and making sure we're on our shit. So shout out to Kaden G and also shout out to my mom. You know, shout out, shout out to her because mm. I just love her and she listens to these and she don't judge me. She judged my acting, but she don't <laughs> judge The podcast. She says what she means. She she said she is not a yes man. (laughs) She is not a yes man. or Boring woman. I okay. Quick story. I remember I before I came here, I was in something uh, like a big little a big show that aired, and we sat on the couch, we watched it. My part came up. I knew my part was coming up, and I didn't say anything. She didn't know that I was in this episode of it. So my part came up. She first looked at me because she was really upset. That I didn't tell that I was in it. But number two, after my part was done, she pauses the TV to look and turn to me and said, Meh. (laughs) Damn. I was like, I thought that was really good. She goes, Meh. "Meh. You can do better. Mm. So yeah, that was the little story, but also my shout out. So Mm. I think the way to end this is to just say thank you guys for listening. Go to Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and soon-to-be YouTube, Self-Approved, P-D-S-E-L-F-A-P-P-R-O-V-E-D-P-D. Go follow us. Follow your boy over here. His name is J-O. Follow him at J-O Stacks on all of his social medias. Mine is a little difficult to find, so look in the bio for that. And then this guy, our special guest, Mr. Jetty McFly.
1: Say your instagram yes sir it is jetty mcfly j-e-t-t-y m-c-f-l-y and yeah. if you want to follow me on twitter it is not jetty mcfly <laughs> there's a phony as jetty mcfly flown that. out there love that i have not been able to reach this nigga but <laughs> my twitter is young dove Soap, and the young has no o so there you go Also, go
0: and, you know, check out our website, uh, selfapprovedpd.com. We kind of starting to get official and stuff. So look at that because there's some cool stuff happening. And if you don't know it, self Podcast is heading to New York City. Tell you more about that later. Look at our Instagram. You'll find out everything you need to know. But also, thanks to our sponsors over at Spotify and Honey Shop smarter with Honey.
2: Automatically find and apply the best promo codes at checkout. Add Honey to your browser and find out how much money you could be saving today. Automatic coupon codes. Save at 21,000 plus stores. Top stores of the hour. Collect Honey gold.
0: But that's all for now. We'll be back with you next Tuesday with more special guests. And if you forgot... This podcast comes out on Tuesday at 416 AM, keeping the train going. But for now, while buffering Benjo makes you happy. Find your grace and style. Remember you deserve a drink and that you're official by your own approval. Because it's time for you to learn how to be a boss and how to write some notes to yourself. Because one, two, three, you got this
1: round. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye-bye. We out. And we're also out.